This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. Put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. If I could come back time. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome back to the Husker Rewind. I am Mike Melby. That is Tom Stevens, the legend. 38-plus years in radio here in Has Lincoln, Nebraska. Has it been that long? Yeah, you're old. Man, are you old. Wow, really, yeah, Good-looking man, right. but you're old. That's right. I'm a very good-looking man who just happens to be old, <laughs> as far as you know. How's, uh, how is Nebraska basketball doing uh, They're right down now? by 7 at halftime. They were down by 17 at one point. Um, I, everything you've heard from Fred Hoiberg, that this team is going to be scrappy, they're going to play defense, they're going to rebound better. Um, they've given up like a dozen offensive rebounds from what I've seen. That that, that has not been great, but you see a lot better effort. Rebounding has been a problem? Uh, t- today against Colorado, yeah, inside. They're, mm. Colorado's, they, they've got a lot of offensive rebounds, but um, they, they play D, they play hard, and they play ugly because their shot selection is fantastic. The shots are they're they are building a tall wall with all these right. bricks. My prediction is they're going to remind you a little bit of 2014-15 Nebraska basketball. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going back to Tim Miles type type of basketball. Yeah. Uh I'm hoping the and that's, that's sometimes what happens when you have really guys uh really long guys who could play defense at a high level but they can't shoot. Then you have yep. to shorten the game. Yep. Uh it feels like Nebraska may uh, go down that road, at least experiment down that road at some point this season and probably very early in the season. It's time for the Blitz. We do it every week. The Big Ten Blitz. The Big Ten Blitz. The Big Ten Blitz. The Big Ten Blitz. Going through every Big Ten game, let's start uh, with Ohio State, the number two ranked Buckeyes over Penn State. It was a close game going into the fourth quarter, but Ohio State pulled away 44-31. to uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, nice game, 26 of 33 for 354. But the star of this game was J.T. Tuiamatlo. Uh, two picks, including a pick six. He had a strip sack, former five-star from Oregon. Uh, he had two sacks. He had a forced fumble, recovered fumble, two picks, and a pick six. That's a pretty good day. And if, <laughs> if he didn't have that kind of day... I'm not sure Ohio State would have won the football game. I'm right there with you. It was a close game going into the fourth quarter, but he he really completely turned it around. Yeah, there's 30 points scored between the two teams in the first three quarters, and then there winds up being 45 points scored in the fourth quarter between uh, Ohio State, Penn State. But Penn State outscored Penn State, or Ohio State outscored Penn State 28-17. JT Tuimalo, I think is how it's pronounced. Tuimalo. To, uh, two, no, two M a la two M a lo. Anyway, he's a five star. Uh, he's six four two seventy. Uh, we're not trying to mispronounce it. We, I think it's. Uh, we're I just, phonetically did it, so I wouldn't mispronounce yeah, I, it, and I, I can't even pronounce I, it properly I with well. But I, he, I was, practice he was definitely the star of the game, and Ohio State remains undefeated now at eight zero. And Minnesota shuts out Rutgers 31-0. Mo Ibrahim ran for 159 and three scores to lead the Gophers in another game that we are starting to see a lot more of, and that is this lopsided time of possession. Minnesota held the ball for over 41 minutes. Rutgers turned the ball over three times. That didn't help. And they looked as anemic on offense as Iowa normally does. They only gained 134 yards of total offense. 
Yeah, I mean, they shorten the game. It's just what you said. The the recipe is throughout the Big Ten West, and Michigan does it to a certain extent as well. Minnesota now 5-3, and three, had lost three in a row. We're on a skid. But Mo Ibrahim uh, runs for 36 times for 259 in that one and becomes the all-time touchdown leader uh, at Minnesota. So that's kind of cool. Iowa over Northwestern. Iowa, uh, what do you need to get well? You need to play Northwestern unless you're Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska has to look back at that game and think, man, we should have won that game uh, because Minnesota looked the best they have all year offensively, and it's because they were playing Northwestern. 33-14, to 14, Spencer Petras, 21 of 30 for 220 and a TD. Iowa rushes for 178. That's an offensive explosion for the Hawkeyes. Well, it's uh, first time over 30 points this year. It's it's sad how bad. And of course, Kirk Ferentz had that question this week. Are you going to fire your son? <laughs> and he was really cranky about that. But I wonder how those discussions go when they get home at night. And Brian just saying, Mom, uh, tell Dad he can't fire me. And that's probably how that conversation goes every night uh, in the living room. Yeah, at the dining room. In Ann Arbor, Michigan 29, Michigan State 7. Aside from the fight in the tunnel after the game, J.J. McCarthy was his normal serviceable self for the Wolverines. He threw for 167 yards and a score. He ran for 50 more on the ground. Blake Corum did what Blake Corum does. 177 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Michigan's D held Sparty to 252 yards. And again... Michigan held the ball for 40 minutes of the game. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, no, Iowa would play that same style. You mentioned Minnesota. They do it. Certainly, yep. Illinois wants to shorten the yep. game. And Michigan. And Michigan. Uh, and Wisconsin's always done that. Yep. I mean, Wisconsin was probably the first team in the West to really perfect that style of football. That's kind of – it's like 1960s, here we come, Big Ten West. But that's what the Big Ten West does. Is uh, throw three yards and a cloud of dust. That's right, and there's not even any dust at Memorial Stadium anymore. I mean, there hasn't been for years, really. It's uh, (laughs) astroturf. Yeah, three yards and those stupid little rubber pellets. That's right. Um, So Michigan continues undefeated now. The fourth ranked uh, uh, Wolverines on a collision path, uh, obviously on a collision path with Ohio State. If if I were to tell you that Michigan's the better team, what would you say to that? No. Have you seen Ohio State? Yeah, but I, they, they didn't look it. great yesterday. They didn't, but at the, that's a game. That, that'll be one of the few times I'm looking forward to watching. Michigan beat them last Michigan, year. Michigan-Ohio State. Because I, I, I just don't like either team. But this is just simply, this is one where you can not like either team and just simply enjoy a great college football game. Yeah, I, I think Ohio State's probably better fitted for the college football playoff. They've got a really good defense. Uh, Michigan is more of a throwback team, but they've beaten Ohio State in that head-to-head competition last year. It'll be interesting to see who wins that game. I think they're really going to be close this particular year. That's it, right? That is. Uh, There were only four games in the Big Ten, so now is the time where we rank the teams at number 14. Obviously, Northwestern is an absolute... It's they're just terrible. There's no other way to say other than they're just really a bad football team. They lose thirty three to fourteen to Iowa, and now they host Ohio State this week. Ohio State will just call the score. They might just call it in, and uh, they decide to just not play the game. Aside from C.J. Stroud's Heisman candidacy, do Um, you even play him? Well, you do just because there's a, a thing called respect. I mean, all coaches have it. They respect I, granted, the other team. Granted. Yeah, yeah, I would play him, but I would get him the heck out of there as fast yeah, as you're possible. Playing, dude, you're playing two quarters. If we put up 35 points, 75 points, 
that you're done. Speaking of that, didn't you think it was a little weird that Chase Brown was playing that late in the ball game oh, when the game was completely over time. against Nebraska? Yeah. I would not have been playing him. No. I thought that was a big mistake by Bielema, but I, I'm often surprises, surprised by coaches playing their star players in uh, games that are handily won. Uh, Indiana, I have, and I think most people would, uh, at 13. They had a bye this week, and then they host Penn State next week. But they're 3-5. and five. Tom Allen probably won't be their coach next year. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Tom Allen was actually – I had Tom Allen being the first Big Ten coach to get fired this year. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I, I, I had him in the pool, and, and it was my choice. I didn't just draw him out. Uh, the, it was, it was oh. Scott Frost, if you heard. Uh, Scott Frost was the first one to get fired. And then Paul Christ was another guy. I mean, you would have said, oh, yeah, I, that makes sense that Scott Frost gets fired this year because uh, you knew it was an ultimatum year that he had to win at least six games. So you're not surprised by that. Paul Christ, if I would have told you that before the season, you said you I, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, you would have said you're a complete lunatic. You're a nutball. Uh, he's not getting fired, but he has got fired. And my, I would still say the odds say uh, that uh, Jim Leonard yep. takes that gig. But we'll talk more about uh, Wisconsin as they're farther down our list. At number 12, I have Rutgers. Uh, they lost to Minnesota 31 to nothing. It's been a long time since Minnesota has shut somebody out. But they, I was surprised to learn that. But uh, they did uh, this weekend. That was, uh, that was Minnesota football. But they get to host the Wolverines next week, so that'll be a tough task. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. What I am stunned that Greg Schiano, because I have Rutgers at, at number 12 as well. This is so odd. We normally agree on the top two or three and the bottom two, but after that it's always way off the board. Um, but uh, I'm right there with you at number 12 with Rutgers. I thought Greg Schiano would have this team playing better. I am stunned at how poor quarterback play he gets. Um, I, 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 I just – I'm. I don't know. I, don't I thought get it. they would run the football better than they do as well. Yeah. Um, usually, those type of coaches, the Greg Schiano coaches, they demand that you run the football and you stop the run. They stop the run, but they can't run the football. Uh, and Vedral has had a really tough year uh, this year. Uh, Nebraska, I've got them at number eleven after the twenty-six to nine loss to Illinois. Of course, they host Minnesota this week. It's just been announced it'll be an eleven a.m. game on uh, ESPN two. Announced or, or last night? Was it announced last night sometime? I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. I, at number eleven, I've got Michigan State, one and four in the conference, three and five overall. They weren't anywhere near in the game. Uh, they won the fight in the tunnel afterwards, but I just, I Cheap just shot. don't know. Yeah, um, I don't either. But th- that game actually uh, was—they couldn't score in the red zone, Michigan State. Uh, but that was a cl- much closer game than 29-7. to Michigan settled for a lot of uh, field goals. Okay, so next Saturday, Michigan State is in Champaign. Um, like, that was a game that I thought could have been really interesting because I'm like, Bila may, may upset an undefeated Sparty there. Yeah. Or a one-loss Sparty. And instead, you have a one-loss Illinois hosting what's bordering on a smoldering dumpster fire in Michigan State. Yeah, I, I think Michigan State, obviously they're not going to fire their coach. They just uh, paid him $95 million. Uh, $95 million so uh, he, Tucker's not going anywhere. Uh, and, you know, they just, they, I think that they do what they did two years ago. They go back to the transfer portal and load up. I mean, Kenneth Walker is one of the better players in the NFL this year. Yep. Uh, they they yep. really miss him. They don't have a rushing game like that this year. It's not just because of their offensive line. At number 10, you had Michigan State at number 11. Yep. I have them at number 10. You had Nebraska? Nebraska? 
Yeah, I had Nebraska 11, and I had Michigan State at number 10. And I got Nebraska at number 10. Yeah, um, I, so there you go. I had Michigan State after their 29-7 to loss. Uh, they do host Illinois. No, they're actually at Illinois this week, Michigan State. Yep. But don't forget, they have a win over Wisconsin. They have a much better win than Nebraska has on their schedule. I, oh, true. I mean, you may say that Wisconsin's not very good, and they may not be very good, but uh, I think the Wisconsin win for them is better than any win Nebraska has so far. Oh, I would agree. Uh, so you have... Uh, Nebraska at 10. Nebraska at 10. At number nine, I have Iowa, 4-4 uh, four and four on the season. Uh, they, I don't know. They were over 300 yards, which is an offensive explosion for Iowa. Uh, they look good, but then you realize they were playing Northwestern. We'll find out more about Iowa this week. They were at Purdue. Yeah, being at Purdue, that's, that's going to be telltale. Um, I can't imagine they, they score more than 13 points. I, I, I think they get a touchdown and a couple of field goals, and I think Purdue rolls in that one. I have Iowa at number nine as well. Mm. Uh, two and four, or two and three, four and four overall. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, the whole talk, be thankful that we're not in Ames doing a sports talk show right. where it's just at nauseum about is Kirk going to retire? Um, we can't afford to pay him $42 million to make him go away. Do they negotiate a settlement? And that's all that is literally for the rest of the year there. Well, we'll have that discussion because uh, we're going to rank our coaches, our top coaches on the stock market report True. of this week. And, it, you know, it's for fun. People sometimes get so mad at us for, for picking a guy. He's never going to come here. Or why put that guy on the list? Do you put this guy on the list? Because it's fun and we're all nobody knows we're all throwing darts on this stuff. Yeah, normally that's, after a couple of shots, too. That's right. Uh, at number eight, I've got Wisconsin. Uh, they had a bye week this week. They do host Maryland this week. Uh, they have that win over Purdue. Uh, they beat Purdue, but then they lost to Michigan State, so it's hard to figure them out. Jim Littard, will he get the job? Paul Chris is fired, but I've got them at number eight. I do, too. You and I compared notes beforehand. We never have these middle teams ranked the same, no. but I do. I have Wisconsin at eight as well. Yeah, it's throwing darts uh, right now, but we'll find out. I mean, the, Maryland's a little higher on my list, but I don't think Maryland will will beat Wisconsin this week. Uh, but at number seven, I've got Minnesota. That was a, a nice game for Minnesota. I know it was Rutgers, and Nebraskans don't value even their win over Rutgers, but it was impressive, 31 to nothing against a good Rutgers team, uh, and they ran the ball. They followed the Big Ten West ingredients uh, to win a football game. I think they're a solid team. At one time, I thought they were the best team in the East. I don't think that now. Uh, but they're a good team in Minnesota, and they're going to be tough to beat this week. Same. Uh, I've got them at seven, same as you do. It, 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 it's a weird matchup against Nebraska because I always thought that P.J. Fleck needed to pay Scott, Frent, Scott Frost rent because he lived in his head. Uh, he really did. There were things that he did and things that he said that were purposeful to poke at Scott Frost, and Frost tried to do the same thing. But at the end of the day, it comes down to scoreboard, and P.J. Fleck has scoreboard on um, uh, Nebraska outside of the one year. I think it was Adrian's freshman year when he was like, what was that? was Adrian's best game, 26-28 yeah. yep, 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 yeah. or something like that. Right. Incredible game. 52-28 to uh, or something like that. Yeah, I think. yeah. Yep. Or no, I'm talking like Adrian Martinez passing wise. Yep, it was yeah. like 26 out of 28. Oh, oh yeah. It was yep. it was yep. unreal. But yep, he had a yeah, really good game. I've got Minnesota same at seven, and I, I this Saturday is going to be interesting because what Minnesota team shows up? Because the one that's been leaving the tracks in the last yeah. few weeks, it makes you wonder: Does Nebraska find a way? 
Uh, at number six, I've got Maryland. Uh, they had a bye this week. They were at Wisconsin, so we'll know a lot more. I don't think they're going to go to Madison and win that game. But Maryland has been more physical this year. They've looked better, and they are 6-2. and two. That's a solid football team. Uh, I agree. At number six, I've got Penn State. Wow, um, that's way down the list. Yeah, and, and I, part of it is when it comes time to make plays to win the ball game in big games, they, they just haven't done it a couple of times. And maybe I'm punishing them too much because, you know, it was Ohio State. Yeah. But I, I dropped them down to number six, and I guess it's me giving a little bit more respect to a couple of schools and that, that I think are – they're playing better, and it's I, they every week they go out and yep. they just make another convincing argument. Well, there you go. Uh, I've got uh, Maryland number six and at number five. I've got Purdue. I, it's hard to figure out the Boilermakers for me. Uh, that loss to Wisconsin is kind of a mystery. They do host Iowa this week. I think that uh, Jeff Brom does get more out of his team than almost any coach in the West. They're five and three. They have a chance to be bowl eligible, and I think they'll beat Iowa at home. And at number five for me, I've got Purdue as well. I think this Saturday's game is going to be huge. And I, I think they, they put it on Kirk Ferentz and Iowa, and, and, and we'll see what happens after that because then, uh, you know, you, you got Purdue and Illinois going at it for the Big Ten West. Iowa needs two more wins. It'll be interesting to see if, you know, it'll come down to Nebraska, I think. Uh, Nebraska, I don't think Nebraska will be playing for bowl eligibility, but I think Iowa might be in that particular game. Uh, number four, I've got Illinois. Uh, I, I, I've had them, I think, the last three weeks at number four, the 17th-ranked team in the country. It was a workmanlike win over Nebraska. I thought it, in that way it was impressive. They weren't you know, overly talented, but their defense is for real, 26-9. to nine, And I've got Illinois. A lot of people would have them higher than I do. And I do because I have Maryland at number four. Three and two, six and two. You already talked about everything going on with them. I, I just I got to tip my cap. They're one of those teams that somehow, some way, goes out and and finds a way. They had a bye this week, and I think they come out and I think they they handle Wisconsin. All right, uh, number three, I've got Penn State, uh, the thirteenth ranked team, coming into the, the game with Ohio State on Saturday night, and it was a close game going to the fourth quarter. There's too many turnovers, and Ohio State happens to be really good, but they win that game 44 to thirty one. But Penn State now has lost two, uh, but to the best teams in in the league uh, for sure, uh, with Michigan and Ohio State. But they're at Indiana this week, so they'll get well quick. And my number three is actually the team that knocked off Nebraska over the weekend, Illinois. Four and one in conference, seven and one overall. And I just think Brett Bielema has got things rolling. And he may not I don't know the remainder of their schedule. I don't know if they've got Michigan or they've Penn State. They've got Michigan State Michigan this over. week. Michigan State yep. this week. That I think they win. I didn't look ahead to see if they play Michigan or Ohio State, but Illinois uh, you know, could be a one loss team in the Big Ten title game against either Ohio State or Michigan, but I've got them at number three. Okay. At number two, I've got, of course, Michigan, number four in the country, 29-7 over Michigan State. They're at Rutgers, uh, so they kind of have a bye week. And, of course, at number one, I've got Ohio State. Imagine uh, that. I have the same. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people – I saw Sam McEwen, for instance. He had Michigan uh, in his rankings at number one, Ohio State at number two. Uh, I'm not going to argue with Sam. That 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 man knows what he's talking about. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I just disagree. I, I think Ohio State's. Yeah. I think Ohio State's the best team in the country. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, they've they've had the problem Ohio State with defense. This is a better defense than years past, uh, even with 31 points given up. 
and they seem to have uh, more of a commitment to run the. And you know, they lost Garrett Nelson and Chris Olave, two first round draft picks, and they're better this year. Yeah. And why do think? I think they're more physical than they've been since Ryan Day took over. That's why I've got them uh, still ahead of Michigan. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where the Huskers are ranked when the polls come out. They were the number one team in the land. Of course, the loss to Wisconsin probably will move them back down after retaking number one from early in the season. We'll talk a little Husker volleyball. Of course, they sweep Maryland last night coming off that loss to Wisconsin in front of 8,100 uh, fans at the Devaney Center. Talk a little Husker volleyball with Tanya Taki. We do it every week, and we'll do it next on Husker Rewind.